Hello and welcome to Left on Red, the podcast where we're still pretending to be intellectuals, conquering the Herculean feat of reading a 45-page book about thinking. We're breaking this into two parts, eh? Oh, we are? Really? Yeah. There's enough pages. You don't have to be here for the second part if you don't want to. I know you didn't <laughs> sign up for it. Yeah, Dan, you got to come back for a second part. Apparently, this Damn. is not enough. <laughs> yeah, just because... It's a lot to cram in at a 45-page book. <laughs> it doesn't all have to be about this. It could be about other things. Because I probably learned more about myself in the last, like, four days than in the last 23 years. Well, we said... We said how long was... Um, 48 Laws of Power book. Wasn't that like... Bro, we stretched like it over like six pages, episodes or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like at least six episodes. Four. Four, four or five. Really? But I mean, like, how it? long was that book, though? That was a couple hundred pages. Yeah. It's only 45, man. I know. This, this could be done in a commercial break. We're going to have to do some talking. Yeah, here. like if we ran ads, this could be done in, as an ad. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to think of something else to talk about. Sum up one second per page, 45 second podcast. <laughs> Even a minute per page. We can literally just read the book. <laughs> Is this where I throw Stephen under the bus and tell you that he didn't read the book? No, I didn't read the book. Did you listen to I it? I don't have the book. Did you listen to it? Yeah. No, like it's okay if you didn't. I can tell by your voice that you're concealing something. No, I actually forgot about it all day today. That's fine. I was, I was. Okay, well, that can be the theme of the podcast then. It's like two people that have a listened and fuck you, Dan, and read the book. Uh, and we're gonna educate Stephen, who fails to complete a simple forty-five page task. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, sorry to throw you under the bus, but you know. <laughs> what did I do to you, Dan? Nothing. Dan's <laughs> here nothing. to speak the truth. <sighs> what was your favorite quote from it? I have a favorite quote from the book I supposedly didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I thought you'd never ask. Pops on your phone. <laughs> hey, got it, got it right here on the Spark Notes. <laughs> to be fair, I, I need the Spark Notes too because I listened to it and the the language that is in the book is just so old that it was hard to follow the book was made in 1903 i was listening to to like seven minutes of it while you we were on your way here when dan reminded me and i can understand that the way that they talk about it is very monotone and mundane it's hard it, it is hard to listen to can we hit record already we did Wait, are we actually recording this? Yeah. I thought this is the prelude. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Do y'all remember like two it's minutes intro, and 50 seconds? the actual yeah. intro. Do y'all remember two minutes and 50 seconds ago when I said hello and welcome to Left on Red? I heard you say Left on Red and then you all scratched that. Yeah, and we started. Making fun yeah, of you. Started I didn't know you recorded that. Yeah, we've been recording for three minutes now. Shane, insert the here. Okay. <laughs> We're back. All right, so now that we're back and I had time to read this book over, my favorite quote from the author, <laughs> my favorite quote from the author, author was, a person is limited only by the thoughts that he chooses. Okay. You gotta yeah, think, why, why does that impact you? You got to think big, man. If you think that you're nothing but like a depressed piece of shit, then that's all you're going to be. If you think that you can't do it, then you can't do it. But if you think that you can, you know that you can. Beauty is in the power of the mind. Oh. Did you read that off your phone or did you just come up with that? No, I just came up with the beauties and the power of the mind. Yeah, oh, that was good though. He, he that read was the first part really definitely, good. but yeah, the second part. Well, the first is an actual quote from the author, so of course I read it from the damn book, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're supposed to read a book? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one book, I hope it's short. Because we, we didn't really tell anyone what was going on here, but um, basically what happened is 
this old lady gave me a book called As Man Thinketh. The book was written in 1903. It's kind of sexist, don't you think? Shut up. Man. How is that <laughs> sexist, man? Well, it's because it's referring to a man. Dan, it was in 1903. Oh, you mean the, the title of the book, yeah, just, As Man Thinketh. Yeah, just okay. move on. Just move on. It was okay. a stupid joke. It's all right, yeah. Dan. I won't edit it out. <laughs> You're living with oh, that Oh, I don't one. care. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in. Throw them under the bus. Bro. Leave it in. I mean, I already threw somebody else under the bus, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of throwing people on our bus, so Stephen actually didn't read the book, this 45 pages. Why are we coming back to this, man? I already put out my favorite quote. You guys so, haven't put out your quotes. Maybe you guys quote, are the ones so that didn't read the book. Me and Dan's job here is to educate Stephen on why this is the best book of 1903. Well, for starters, it's the only book I know from 1903, so... One point <laughs> to James Allen. Good job, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Stephen, we're going to educate you on this book. All right. You gonna start or? It's kind of <laughs> 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 like gathering my thoughts, man. This is forty-five pages of concrete knowledge. <laughs> I can't have a second to think of it. Oh my god! He's actually just reading it right now while he's thinking <laughs> of something to say. <laughs> okay, no. So going back to what you're talking about before, about how your mind holds power. Humans are essentially machines of growth. Whether you're growing weeds or beautiful fruit, that comes back to what is fostered in your mind. This book is crisp. You could probably hear it in the mic as I like flip the page. <laughs> this book has definitely never been read. It's in too good a condition. <laughs> I promise I read it. I promise I read it. Well, I, de I definitely didn't read it, but I listened to it. <laughs> okay, continue though, Shane. You're going to be there like, are you sure you read it? Enhanced. <laughs> Check it for fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So continue with just, your... Uh, just read whatever page you're on right now, like a sentence from it, and we'll go off of it. The outer world of circumstance shapes itself to the inner world of thought. The outer world of circumstance shapes itself to the inner world of thought. Okay. Is that, is that chapter two? Yes. This is part on the effect of thought on circumstances. You'd know that if you read the book, Dan. Well, it's in chapter two, I think. <laughs> yeah, he got that right. Yeah. He got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I remember, like, when I was uh, listening to it, it was like, okay, well, if the, it, like, I kind of thought of it like a chicken or the egg, which came first kind of thing. Yeah. Is it the circumstance mm -hmm. that made you think the way you think, or is it the way you think that made you utilize that circumstance, right? So I was kind of, in my mind, I was listening to it, thinking about all, like, the looting that happened in the U.S. and stuff, because they're not, like, charging, uh, like, people that loot now because it's not in their policy or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, were those people going to steal to begin with? Or are they stealing now because it's considered okay or something like that? Who's looting what? Oh, you don't... Okay, well, I watch a lot of American news. It's not a politics podcast. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to get into it. <laughs> so, okay, with those talking... Basically, the point politics. that he's making is... If did the they decide yeah. to do it beforehand? Were they going to do it beforehand? Or did the circumstances create the opportunity for them to do it? Yeah. Oh, that's an easy answer. Whoa. So Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. someone that read the book, you just know the answer right away. Yeah. I've yeah. been studying. So your circumstance places you on this earth without your, without your judgment. You know what I mean? You don't get to choose your parents. You don't get to choose the country you live in. You don't get to choose the language you speak, right? But what you do with those circumstances... Your thoughts, for example, are like growth. Like, oh man, I can do so much with this life. Or, oh, I'm pinned down in this life. I can't do anything. Right. 
will determine your actions, whether you go talk to that person, whether you go take that opportunity, find that new job, or you don't. And then that leads to your circumstances. So thought leads to action, leads to circumstance. And then it's a round loop, right? right? So you don't pick your original circumstance, but you pick your thought and your actions. Those are the two things that are in your control that lead to the advanced or um, the reduced circumstance. Right. And that's kind of why I thought of it as like the chicken and the egg kind of yeah. idea because it's like, okay, which came first? And when in reality, it's like you kind of need both. Yeah, exactly. Like you're hatched out of an egg, which isn't your choosing, but then you get to choose to be the chicken. Exactly. Because <clears throat> you shape the world as much as the world shapes you. Steven, <laughs> I hate the smug like <laughs> smile you have on your face when you read that. Plus <laughs> one IQ, Steven. Okay, okay. It's just like... <laughs> Listen, you guys Perfect might timing, be pretending, but, <laughs> but I'm definitely an intellectual. <laughs> well, I know, I know I'm not. Can you read it one more time, actually? But without looking at the page? <laughs> I wasn't reading it. It's oh, actually, what? yeah, you can go through the page that I'm on. It's not on that page. It's not on our <laughs> page. <laughs> It's actually, actually no, that, that, that was one of the quotes is that, is that you shape the world around you as much as the world around you shapes you. What is the way you want to shape the world, Stephen? Honestly, I don't, I don't really feel, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like I shape the world around me. I mean, like I'm a huge part of the world around me, but I feel like at this point in life, it's largely like just kind of playing with the hand that I've been dealt. If you had more like power, what would you do with it? How would you shape the world if that weren't a limitation? I would be doing things that I want to do. Would it just be self-satisfaction, like enjoyment? Oh, yeah. It'd be self-satisfaction, creating memories, creating purpose. Interesting. Live with purpose, not live to fix car. Hmm. But then, okay, what's the difference? Like, why would more power be, make you be able to do that? Like, why can't you just do that now? I feel like you can enjoy <laughs> yourself without a bunch of power. You know you're what I right, mean? Like, you're right. I got a pair of skates that I went skating around an ice rink. You know how much fun that is, man? It's like free. They don't charge you to even go even Well, go you have to ice. pay for the skates, but... Yeah, but like, still. Maybe you just have skates lying around. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't need, like, an abundance of anything to have a good time on this be earth. Because it kind of goes back to, like, this book is, like, going back to the point we just talked about, like, the circumstance or, like, the thought... It's kind of like, okay, you think you need power to do something, but since you don't have any, you think you can't do anything. And then you're stuck in a rut being then, yeah. like, if I was powerful, then I wouldn't be in this situation. Right. But all it is is a shift in mindset. Steven, I want to go into this. Okay. Okay. So you can experience an experience an infinite number of ways. This is factual. Okay. This is something yeah. I just wrote down in my journal the other day, but like you can enter in a scenario and you can experience that in like a positive or a negative, upward, downward, sideways, depending on a bunch of different factors. You know what I mean? Like, did you eat that day? Did you drink coffee? Did you work out in the morning? Did you just make a shitty decision? Did someone just like rage at you for no reason? Did someone just compliment you for no reason? You know what I mean? What happened before that primed you for that scenario? And that's going to impact how you feel right now. You know what I mean? So on yeah. my way here, I'm listening to like Tony Robbins, like UPW state change playlist where it's like... 180 BPM, I'm like going hard in the car to like some Russian hard bass music, right? <laughs> and I get here and I'm just like, you know what I mean? High energy, right? Versus if I listen to like sad minimalistic piano, I wouldn't be in this vibe right now. I could feel that vibe. You walked in and you told my dad that he did a good job raising me. 
Yeah, that's like no, the best compliment a parent can receive. Another nobody thing. has ever done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's very weird, actually, in my opinion. But well, that's probably that's, because maybe your parents I, didn't that's, do that's that. My thought, you right? gotta change that's the state, brother. That. Yeah, I'll send you my Russian hard bass playlist. You'll, oh, no, you'll be complimenting dads that. all day. Just you, follow you know, Dan home and tell his parents that they did a good job. <laughs> don't, don't do now that. you you gotta prove me of that first. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can skip that part. Why don't you just tell him that he's a bad person? <laughs> you gotta prove it to me. To you gotta fair. prove that your parents raised you well. To be fair, my mom uh, has an opinion from you uh, of you from when uh, we worked at McDonald's, and uh, not, not, to, not to go back to that, but she she does not have a overly high opinion of you. I'm sure it would change now. Yeah, but. I have a high opinion of your parents too, which sucks because it's so divorced from reality. Basically, I was sitting there in a rainy day at, after my shift at dawns, and my parents were late to come pick me up. I had to like walk to like where my home is, right? So, right. so like and in, five it's kilometers just down the road, okay. pouring rain. <laughs> and your parents are there, and they're just like, Shane, like, do you need a ride or something like that? And I'm like, Yeah, I think my parents are on the way. And I'm just sitting there getting soaked. It's like a sad scene in Yumi and Dupree. You know Riding what I mean? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then your parents are like, Are you are you sure? And I'm like, wow, these are some really nice people. And then they weren't thinking the same thing about me. They're probably <laughs> thinking. Well, no, like the thing is, right? They don't have to like you to be show kindness. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that is, that is like, exactly true. The, I remember when we used to go to McDonald's uh, like on our lunch or off of our lunch in high school and your mom was working there. She'd be like, oh, where's Dan? We'd be like, he's in, he's in class like a good boy. We are not. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like it's not like she's like, oh, I outright hate this guy it's like she's kind of come from an experience where she's seen you do some kind of dumb stuff so you got to get her on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of well, no you're just gonna cut I all that stuff out pick with you mrs dan <laughs> oh man but it's like there's those kind of bias like there's biases of oh what, for like, sure you see of people so it's kind of just like it's all preconceived, yeah. right? And even if that happened when I was like an immature, like little little mischievous asshole, right? It's yeah, like, like two feet smaller and mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whatnot, you know. <laughs> Insert. All right, moving on. <laughs> I was an eight here. foot. I was only six at the time. <laughs> yeah, I was closer to five two or something, but <laughs> Dan, you're a little hard in the paint. <laughs> it's only been fourteen minutes. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I have to slow down on the. Yeah, maybe we get... Okay. Maybe you got to read the book, Dan. Maybe you got to translate some of the words that you're saying into just thoughts. Yeah, Dan has actually a quote from the book, or well, a paraphrase from the book. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. a paraphrase. I, quoting the book makes me want to fall asleep. But uh, okay, so. <laughs> it was like written like over a hundred years ago. You got to give it a break. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, so the the. I guess one of the things I'm going to paraphrase is uh, be careful what you think. It might make you age faster. I interpret that as uh, you can like hold on to a lot of negativity in your head yep. and it can just literally drag you down. Like you can just have like, you could just bear the weight of knowledge that is so heavy that it physically ages you. For me, it was kind of like what you ruminate on. So if by each day you're getting older and you're just like, oh my gosh, that like wrinkle wasn't there before. Like I'm getting weaker or something like that. The more you think about that, the more it becomes true. Like your mind will prove you right. But if you conversely change your thought to be like, oh man, every day I'm getting stronger or it's like I'm looking better because I'm working on myself. Then it's like you're becoming younger as the days go on. I see with that. Yeah. I, could, I could see it that way, but I mostly took it as uh, 
if like kind of what Stephen said, where if you if you hold on to a lot of negative thoughts, like if that's basically if all if you only see negative things, like if you only intake negative opinions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and have negative views on other people, it's kind of it's just going to drag you down and Mm. you're like whether or not you want to think like that, if you just focus on all the negative thoughts, you're going to feel tired. Yeah. And it's just like, it is tiring being yeah. so negative all so the time. Def- <laughs> come, are coming you, from are Steve, you why do you say it like, speaking from experience here? <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I used to be pretty, uh, pretty negative. Okay. But there has to be a time and a place for negative thoughts, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But not like, not like a hundred percent of the time. But I think one of the things that at least I've been trying to do is like if there's like if I have a negative opinion or whatever, I try not to like I try like not ignore it. But like, do you suppress it? No, but I just if someone says a negative comment about me, I try to think of why they said it mm-hmm. and try to understand. Take and, it constructively instead yeah. of like personally. So Even like, though it is personally, but, you know, like take it constructively instead of just like instantly. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things like. I can, I might disagree with you on stuff. You might call me an idiot. Yeah. Do I actually think you think I'm an idiot? Maybe, maybe not. Do I really care? No. Yeah. So it also depends on how like you take the opinion from somebody else too. Yeah. Like if, if I were to call Shane an idiot, maybe he values my opinion. So he might actually think about it. Mm -hmm. But if I were to call Dan an idiot, maybe he doesn't value my opinion. So it doesn't bother him. Well, I wouldn't say it's not because that I don't, I'm not saying you don't value my opinion, but but it's, (laughs) it's one of those things where, a lot of it has to do with context. Like if, if Oh yeah, of course. If, like I say a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. And I can fully acknowledge that I say a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> do you want to give us an example of some stupid shit? No. I'll edit it out, I promise. No, it's <laughs> well you, you, Shane, don't edit it yeah. out. This guy threw me under the bus about reading the book. Dan's gonna say <laughs> the N word. <laughs> not, not not today. <laughs> cancel culture someone. Yeah. Oh my God. No, see, that's kind of a lot of <laughs> No, like actually the the cancel culture thing is yeah. like it like that's just people that have negative thoughts about everything. Like yeah. if they Oh yeah, I hate like, cancel culture. If you kind of it kind of goes into politics a little bit but if you look at what's going on with Joe Rogan he can apologize he can try to like uh, like apologize try to show that he's grown and everything but for people that think with only hate in their minds and their hearts yeah mm-hmm. it'll never be enough so there's yeah. no point apologizing yeah like imagine like i think of like if you take like the cancel culture and you put it into like a realistic scenario like if you're at work Dan and say like say like you mess up on like a number you accidentally add or miss a zero and like say it, it costs a company like a hundred dollars and they're just like no you're fired get out of here I never want to see you here again you're terrible you should never work here again ever I'm calling all the places around so you never get another job in this position it's like does that make any sense you want to hear a funny story of how I gave away like thousands maybe even like tens of thousands of dollars one time when I, I was doing a shift. <clears throat> tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear yeah. this, but maybe you should cut it afterwards if it's not. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like they know and I didn't get fired, which is, it's a funny example because it's actually like. Shop. Are you allowed to say where you worked when this happened? Um, I worked at a retail technology store. Okay. I know where. Think of the okay. big blue yeah. one. Okay. And okay. so, oh fuck, I said too much. <laughs> 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 it might have been 
somewhere you've been. Anyway, um, so I worked there. It Most was Black Friday. Names. Black Friday is like the busiest day of the year for these kind of stores. It yeah. is like, it's called Black Friday for a reason. All the accounting books flick over. Yeah, um, on Black from, Friday, from you could definitely get like the best buys. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Especially when people actually pay for what they're buying. Yeah. Um, so this well, day, the, the book stayed in the red. They didn't go black um, because I fucked up. And I gave away a bunch of free products, like thousands and thousands of dollars of free products. How did you literally give it away for free? Were you just like straight up not charging for it? Or were you just like, so, here you go? I, it wasn't intentional, but it's never happened to me ever. Of like the three years I worked there, Black Friday happens, all the power goes out. We're like, what the fuck? There's people like lined up outside and we have no power. Yeah. Middle of the day. I'm like, what the hell? And so it's like, well, we have to take these orders. Like we have the inventory here. We have the people trying to buy them. What do we do? And Sarah's like, all right, we're going to imprint their credit card, have them like sign this thing, um, like get like a manual receipt twice and then like have them sign it. It's some like convoluted like scheme of getting credit cards. Oh, yeah. You could dodge those so easily. Yeah. Yeah. They used to do it all the time. And so all of a sudden, like I'm like man of the hour, right? I'm putting through like monthly plans and I'm putting through like TVs out the door, computers, phones, you name it. And all of a sudden, the next day goes around there's like Shane did you do these and I'm looking at like the stack of papers there I'm sitting there proud like that was me (laughs) (laughs) and you're like well where's the where's the credit card consent form and I'm like what there's like the one that you sign that you get them signed to say like hey we can actually charge your card like they're authorizing us to do it and I'm like oh I didn't know you had to do that (laughs) like I'm like but to be fair like that's kind of a that's a result of the circumstance. Like, yeah. In in that kind of circumstance, it's like, okay, you're what? Like 16, not 16, 17 ish. I, I was probably like 19 years old. At the 19. Time. Yeah, yeah. But like still in the grand scheme of things, we're still dumb kids. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So like you're basically saying, okay, well, this is the process that we do it normally all the time. Um, change of plans. We're doing something completely different. Yeah. And um, there's something that you have to make sure that you do, but, nobody comes and checks it like basically it's a it's a process that you had to do because your manager said hey do this Mm -hmm. and last minute notice it's kind of like okay you did your best but you missed one step and and it wasn't even malicious like if i if i knew it was gonna be like i would have called my boys in. i'd be like yeah free tvs today but yeah obviously i I wasn't doing that i'm not yeah i'm not asshole. well even then even like after everything's done like what what are they really gonna yeah. What are they really going to do? I gonna said, sorry, anyway. like I didn't know. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. Did you guys train me to do this? No. That sucks mm-hmm. to be you. Yeah, it's Sounds like, like a whole lot of not my problem. <laughs> yeah. It was like. <laughs> Anyways, I need next Thursday off. <laughs> 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 well, just remember, good thoughts and actions can never produce bad results. Bad thoughts and actions can never produce good results. Interesting. That's that's the whole game changer right there, right? Eh? What do you think about that, Shane? I think it it takes time to actually define what good and bad is. Well, yeah, let me paraphrase. What is the last time you had good thoughts, good intentions, good actions, but you still had a negative result? Okay, I'll think about it, and I want Dan to answer first. <laughs> okay, well, I, I did have a situation that I want like that would fall under this, but it's uh, so basically there was this new benefit that the CRA put out. Basically, if a business owner bought like vehicles, equipment or whatever, um, you could immediately expense it. Um, 
there's a whole bunch of convoluted tax rules. So uh, typically that. Yeah, asks, Mercedes has it on their website. Yeah. The immediate it, expensing? the. Yeah, you can expense the entire vehicle in one year if it's over 6,500 pounds. Because like, then you can classify it as a work vehicle. Like the entire lifespan of the vehicle? No, you like can expense? literally the, the entire cost, single cost of the vehicle. You yeah. can expense it in one year. Any kind of thing that would fall under like like equipment, vehicles, um, anything like that, if it was purchased after like April 17th or whatever. So this guy was asking me about it because when there's something new and you think it'd be beneficial, he's asking, okay, what's the tax impact? So I basically laid it out for him. And then me not being necessary, like I already thought that, okay, this thing was proposed. It was already put into law. So, and it's already in the systems that we use to prepare the tax returns. Mm -hmm. So it must be approved and ready to go. But apparently it was only proposed. It wasn't actually put into legislation and law. (gasps) So (laughs) basically he's not going to lose any tax benefit from buying those vehicles, but there would be more upfront benefit because he basically... not doing it. Yeah, like he... He basically, he wanted to buy, he wanted to replace his whole fleet of trucks, like five trucks or whatever, um, for more energy efficient or whatever trucks. So uh, he wanted to replace them all at once. And if he replaced them all at once, he would reduce his taxable income by about, uh, I think it was like $200,000 for the five trucks or whatever. And he'll still get that tax benefit from, from buying all those trucks, but it won't be on this year oh. unless they approve it before the end of his tax year, which would be like September of 2022. So we have to cancel Dan now. That's it. <laughs> yeah. he, he did, I can't he believe he did that. We have to cancel him. Like it, mm. it, I felt bad. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Dan is not going to be on the second episode. <laughs> yeah. Do you know when it's coming into law or no? Uh, no idea. It, they have to pass some kind of, stupid thing but with all the stuff going on right now it's kind of just like they probably won't do it for a while they're bribing the wrong official probably <laughs> well I, I oh I sorry know. was that too real <laughs> <laughs> too much politics for the left yeah. Hunger podcast uh, big shout out to the other left Hunger podcast yeah, yeah. they'll fit in there yeah they'll cover it on the next yeah. episode whenever they post I what know. about you steven it's like what have you done recently that had like good intentions but actually turned i thought you were supposed to go next i'm still thinking oh, okay <laughs> okay um there's a lot of things when you're like repairing vehicles um, where you have the intention to fix it, you have the good intention to fix it, but the, the way that you fix it doesn't fix it. Mm. And then it kind of ends up being like, sometimes you're replacing parts that were somebody else's diagnostic, or sometimes you were replacing parts against your own word. Like you'd be like, oh yeah, it needs this. And I'd be like, no, they don't want to do that. They just want to do this. And you're like, okay. And then you do that and it doesn't fix the problem. Mm. You're kind of like, you know, you had the intention to do it. You had the goodwill to do it, thought to do it, but it just didn't fix it or maybe it fixes 70% of the problem Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like kind of just like they're like well why didn't you fix the whole problem you're kind of like this is all you're willing to do yeah oh well (laughs) well I have actually two examples now I've been taking so much time to think about this so have you ever met someone who on a computer has like 8,000 tabs open at the top yeah so this is my father close them all and I know, and it, you, it comes <laughs> to the point where you can't even see the icon of what the tab is. You can't see any words. You're just clicking around guessing what each tab is. I'm like, why? what's the point of having these, right? 
And so my dad's sitting there. I was like, I can't get onto the bank. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like the antivirus pop-up. I'm like, no problem. Boom, boom, boom. Update. Just restart the computer. Restart the computer. All is like 80,000 tabs are gone. And I was satisfied. I'm like, yeah. it's like a breath of fresh air. And he's like, my tabs. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, what? He's like, my tabs, my tabs are gone. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Like, okay, like, let's, let's find out how to fix this. Right? Open it back up, bro. Like, control shift T, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I never do that shit. <laughs> and so, I don't know. We figured out how to do it. It was no big deal. Um, and everything's back to normal. Uh, chaos. But the other example I was thinking of is I, I gave this girl an undercut. Uh, which is like the back of your hair. I figured out what that was the other day, if, actually. If you're a girl, like sometimes yeah. grow or you have a girl like a man bun or something like that, like grow is really long. Yeah. And so what you do you is like... You just have the top part and then the rest is just Yeah. Shaved. And I've always wanted to cut hair, but no one trusts me to cut their hair. But this is like the perfect opportunity to. So I get like the buzzers out and the scissors and all that. And I'm giving it like the, the like C motion and putting the different heads on, like taking my time with it, right? Yeah. It turns out really nice. I can show you pictures after. Uh, not to like scratch my own back here, like that, but I think <laughs> I did a good job. And so I put all that away, um, wipe everything up with like a towel, put the towel in the laundry and call it a day. The next day, my parents are freaking out because there's hair all over like all the clothes in the house. I'm like, what the fuck? How'd that happen? And because I'm you like, put uh, the hair in the towel in, in the laundry. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even clue in that it, we, we didn't put it through like the dryer. We're trying to get humidity in the house. So we like hang it up on the line. So the dryer would like whip off all the hair and like suck it out. Right. Yeah. No, it just like put it onto all the other clothes and then we hung them up. So like as we were trailing them through the house, just fucking hair everywhere. Uh, <laughs> now my fire's like, yeah, dust mob. You got sweet. Yeah. Go with a towel and clean that shit up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. When it comes to like your first story with the thousand tabs or whatever, my, yeah. my parents are kind of computer illiterate. So like they'll just be like, hey, can you put like, can you put a bookmark to this site that I go to? It's like, they know sure. what bookmarks are. That's good. Yeah. They know what bookmarks are. And like, they're like, can you set up a desktop icon for me? So I can just click on that. Yeah. Like a shortcut. And it's like, sure, I can do this, but don't like, if you have any issues, don't ask me because it's <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate cop out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll set this up for you, but like, it's I'm like not... Honda selling a car. It's like, you got the car, but if you have any issues, don't call us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, both you guys have Hondas, right? So, you know, like if anything happens to them, like don't, don't, don't call, call me. Yeah. <laughs> call each other. You guys both got Hondas. Yeah. Maybe you can work it out. You just got to think positively, bro. Yeah. It'll go away. Yeah, it's like, it's like the book said, good thoughts and good actions can only lead to positive results. So if your car breaks, you're being too negative and that's your personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have thought more positively. And, uh, yeah. Shane, I don't think you said what your favorite quote of this book was. Oh, okay. That's a very interesting because I was just thinking of it. Um, Can I fill your mouth? There's just so many. Yeah, cut that out. That's <laughs> just so many. So you, you had like, to have one. Cut because that out. <laughs> if, you, if you just Can say I that. fill your mouth? Wait, what Shut you up. Say? Don't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving that MP3. No. <laughs> no. Put that through the podcast. Oh man! Like the thing about this book is like I'm, I gotta I gotta edit this episode. I'm gonna edit this episode. The thing about this book is like it's 50 pages, but like if I really wanted to, I could break down the message of the book into about three or four. Yeah, this book really pages. filled my mouth, bro. Okay. Listen. Okay, fill our fill our ears with um yeah with the, with the knowledge of this book distilled well, down Dan how, style. How much did the book cost? I got it for free from an old lady. Oh well. I'll charge at least two fifty for that. 
Like two dollars fifty cents. That's the yeah. Thing, okay, right? Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like if that was a three hundred page book, you would be like, holy shit, that's like a sixty dollar book, right? No, I think it's about twenty dollars. But that's the thing. Ten times more you'd pay for a book. But the thing is, it's like the knowledge has just been distilled down. You paid more for alcohol that's distilled down more. I don't really pay for alcohol. But you steal it? No, I just don't drink it. Hey, same. Sober. You make it sound like it's a problem. <laughs> I don't know, Stephen, is it? <laughs> I've been sober. I've been sober for four years now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's just like I don't have any, not I would don't have any opportunity. It's just like some people are like, oh, yeah, when I get home, I have a beer. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly get that. I, I, I can't agree with anybody who has who will just like have a beer because they're thirsty. Yeah. That's, I don't understand that's that. It's literally a diuretic. How can that, how, how does that do anything? And then they're going to be extra thirsty and they're going to drink more. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally, if you're, you're stranded out of that sea, the guy's like, that, that's the guy that's like, oh man, there's water everywhere. Just but then you also drink. don't drink water when you're like, so. Shut up, Dan. You're getting a scurvy, is that why? <laughs> well, no, like the. You want to drink the seawater? No, I'm talking it's like. Salt water, water. water. <laughs> Like I won't drink seawater. That's stupid, but. Oh. I don't even want to read this quote anymore. The more I look at it, the, the worse. Read it, Stephen. I promise it's a good one. Is, is it, it the one about the garden or whatever? It, there's only like five quotes in this entire book, so like it's probably one of them. <laughs> <laughs> a man only begins to be a man when he ceases to whine and revile. Oh, this reminds me of the quote that I was going to ask you about. Okay. Sounds like a little shit, but whatever. This, this, is, on the next, uh, this is on the next chapter. It has to do with purpose. And if it's man... No, this is still the effect of thought on circumstances. Yeah. Sorry, my quote's going to be from the next one. Okay. Um, if man fails to have a purpose in life, it is as bad as a sin. It's a vice. I agree with that. So that aimlessness is a vice. If you don't act on purpose, then what are you, you, know, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I didn't even look at it like that. You know what I mean? Like, you could always see someone that doesn't have, like, a purpose in life as well. They're just doing their thing. Like, whatever. But you don't ever see it as like a vice, like something's like wrong with them. Like Dan, what like is your smoking? purpose in life? That's a good question. I have no idea. It's a vice. Yeah, it's a sin, bro. Well, sin. I mean, like, have fun in hell. <laughs> 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 Can't believe you do that, Dan. Lack of purpose. Yeah, you're gonna go down there, and he's gonna be like, "Do you know why you're here?" And you're gonna be like, "No." And he's gonna be like, "Exactly." Well, I'm like <laughs> me either. I think. <laughs> Starts playing games because you don't have a reason not to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like in terms of like a purpose, I would say try to like interact and like grow my community. But at the same time, it's like I'd, when I go and think about like, am I actually doing that? I would say probably not. Like I still need to actually work towards actually doing that. Like in terms of my job, sure I'm helping like small businesses with stuff, but as the overall like interaction and like volunteer work and stuff like that, I don't necessarily contribute that much to my community. Right. Interesting. But you want to be, I want to say a servant in a bad way, but like you want to serve something greater than yourself. Yeah. Like, like let me rephrase that to make it sound more angelic. He's reading the book. Being part of something that's bigger than yourself. Yes. Yeah. Like I find, it's not from the book, by the way, I find like, Sure, I can play video games all day, and sure, I hit get like that dopamine hit or whatever. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. having fun or whatever. But like at the same time, if I'm actually helping someone else out with stuff, I find that I get enjoyment from that more because, let's be honest, it's like I'm helping you, but I'm 
helping you to make myself feel good. Yeah. Dan, what's half of 99? Half of 99? Yeah. Forty nine point five. It's uh it's actually ninety two, Dan. I know Nick will get this, but you know, that's just a little joke I put in there for him. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Shane, what do you think of this? Is that, that an inside reference or Yeah, that's an inside okay, reference. Yeah, Can I lie. quickly end that thought that you were talking about? Because that was so good. So <laughs> you you know wreck. when you're saying <laughs> what? I literally compliment the men for coming on the podcast and I'm catching flack for that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, sh- like I, I comment on something that Shane said in another podcast, and he's like, Oh, you think want to be on this one? <laughs> you know why though we needed the cavalry today is because you're a good thinker, Dan. Like I noticed the way and the effort you put into it. I would it. argue I probably am not. You're, you're a thinking Dan, man. Dan, just take the compliment, man. This is a thinking man's game. Okay, moving on. I can spew a lot of bullshit, and I, the, think, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that helps. <laughs> we need your powers. The reason why there's a difference between just playing video games and having fun and, like, helping someone, it's a different feeling. Yeah. It's the difference between happiness and fulfillment. Right. Fulfillment is, like, the ultimate renewable energy source. Just hits of dopamine are like burning fossil fuels. Like eventually your system's gonna get so worn down that it'll take you playing video games for like eight hours straight a day to be able to get the same dopamine hit that you got from like the first 20 minutes earlier in the year. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're helping someone like Mother Teresa style, fulfilling your your purpose in life, that's never gonna get old. Right. Also to go back, what was the quote that you read before that you said you didn't want to read? Because I I had a point. A on man that becomes well. a man when he ceases to whine. Yeah, I agree with that. Like stop whining and start doing. You know, right? stop complaining like, and start doing. Uh, yeah. I get it. I, I whine about stuff every now and then, but you know, a lot <laughs> a lot of the times I do it just for like self entertainment. It's it's like it's kind of like lightning just to like let your I just like let yourself get wrapped up in it for a couple of minutes and just like complain about it just to get it out of you yeah. so that right. you stop thinking about it. It's a way of not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. It's nice to turn it into like an act, you know, maybe make somebody smile about it and just like over complain about something small. Mm-hmm. Just to like they turn it into a joke in the end. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, I do complain, so yeah, I mean, like the reason I threw you under the bus about not reading the book earlier is because I knew you would whine about it and it'd be entertaining. <laughs> where, where? Yeah, my name's a... Stephen. I didn't read a book. One of my pages is too much for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I figured Dan's playing chess. <laughs> well, I, I figured, right? You you mentioned it like before the podcast started. Uh, like he was mentioned, like saying, "Oh, should we just like pretend that?" I read it and like, <laughs> see, I, I, like, he's like, I can rip Isn't and do a whole lot of stuff. Is you guys talk about when I'm not here? <laughs> well, it was like a two second conversation, but like, he's like, should we lie to Shane about the one thing he told me to do two days ago? It's like eight minutes, but I just didn't do it. <laughs> it was actually 50, but. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But it, it's like. You know, it's, you guys are being very negative right now. And let me just quote from the book that I'm us. actually reading on like the two of you. To yeah. live continually in the thoughts of ill will, cynicism, suspicion, and envy is to be confined in a self-made prison hole. Yep. Stop being so negative. Do you so re- what I didn't read I think, the book. <laughs> I think there's a huge difference between what's going on here and like what that situation's kind of talking about because like I feel like it's kind of, I'm kind of riffing on it and I'm not necessarily coming from a malicious standpoint. I think it's funny, but maybe it's malicious in your opinion, but who knows? Um, but like, well, I guess you would know, but 
<laughs> just, the look, just the look that Shane gave me. Checkmate. <laughs> but it, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like I don't I'm not necessarily doing this out of like outright hate. Like if I was doing this out out of outright hate, it would come from a very different perspective, very different tone. Uh-huh. Right. So it like it's sure it's probably annoying, but like you did same, it to yourself at the same time. Well, I wouldn't say that either because like. It honestly, like when I was listening to this book, it's kind of like I had to, <laughs> I felt like I had to translate it while I was listening to it. Yeah. And that makes it a lot more difficult to like take in and like understand. Yeah. And it, it definitely takes some deciphering. And I think that's a fun in reading an old book like this, because this is the basis of basically every self-improvement text that came for the, like the next 120 years was based off this, which is crazy. Like, name another book that's that old that lasted through generations. There was no, like, studies, double-blind placebo studies or lab-controlled studies when this came out. But we know that the information in it is, like, it holds some weight. The way you think determines your reality. Steven, do you saw that quote up that you just read? The one about the hate or whatever? I got to go back a few pages. I've been reading through this whole thing. Yeah, he's almost finished. Speed read. To live continually. Continue. Why don't you just, like, take the sound bite of me saying it and just play it again? To live continually in thoughts of ill will, cynicism, suspicion, and envy is to be confined in a self-made prison hole. Do you notice that envy is like the only one of the sins that is not fun? Elaborate. Okay, greed. You're like out there, you're buying shit, you're like, you're, you're just taking in all the fun you can have that way. Right. Lust, it's like bear tings, eh? That lust is fun. What else do you get? Sloth. You're lounging around, watching TV. I, I get what you, eating, I get. The basis you're going on is that pretty much all of the vices, gluttony. all of the vices, yeah. have like an immediate gratif- self gratification. Except over for it, envy. except for envy. Envy is just a shit but sandwich, you know. Yeah. Like the thing is, like you, you think of lust and greed and gluttony. It's like the reason those are bad be, is because it, they never feel like like you can have as much money, but as much sex or as much food as you want. Mm-hmm. but and it's gratifying it, and it's gratifying immediately. But like at some point you can have all of that, but it's not enough. Exactly. Versus and envy, which is just never enough. It's to just begin never. With. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> See, every time we stop, we always forget what we were talking about. You guys <laughs> were talking though. There's a cat on the table. Okay. I'm going to finish off with a quick quote. Insert clown music here. Is that Mario Party? No. Oh. Self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. There's one thing I want to talk about self-control and suppressing things. This is very interesting. Suppressing things? That's right up my alley. So Old me's <laughs> alley. I'm a new we, person. We um we talk about how suppressing in general society things suppressing shit is just awful you know what i mean like don't hold things in like let it out but there are some things you should definitely suppress to keep your ego in check give me an example arrogance if you're just like oh that's a nice cat but have you seen my cat or something like that like shut up bro you know what i mean suppress that let me give you a good example somebody tells you something you already know Mm -hmm. instead of just being like i know just like 
fake taking in the knowledge and be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So suppressing it and then like redistributing that energy in a nice I way. I think there's, there's a certain aspect of arrogance that is kind of okay. But like overall, it's kind of how you portray that. Like if mm-hmm. you, I think if you have a certain ex- uh, amount of knowledge on a subject and like you're telling people about it, you have the right to be, a degree, like have a degree of arrogance, but there's a difference between being somewhat arrogant and just being outright like an asshole. Yeah. So I think what you're getting at is it's called ethos. And what ethos is, is it, it shows that you actually know what you're talking about on the subject. You right. know what I mean? It's like you got, you're talking about a computer you built, for example. And, and then I'm just like, Oh, uh, I got this graphics. I got 38 TI. I'm just like, Oh, how much DDR4 RAM do you have? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to say that terminology, right. but my meat by me saying like DDR4, it's like, Oh, this guy probably knows what I'm talking about. I can get a little bit more in depth. Right. right. It's not arrogant by me saying that being like, yeah, look what I know. But it's like, Oh yeah. Feel free to elaborate because I actually know a little, little right. bit about this and it's implied. So that's like what's, what's called ethos in the rhetoric. The other thing that you can suppress is far more interesting. And it Ooh. has to do with greed. Tell me about it. So you could see like a nice Mercedes, like G63 diesel flying down the road. And you're just like, fuck, like that's so nice. And you can appreciate it and you can love it, but then you don't have to buy it. So you're right. suppressing the urge to like buy every shiny new thing that you do you see in order to like, well, you know all about like accounting, you know all about, um, like not wasting money. Yeah. yeah. Like I, for me, when it comes to that kind of thing, it's like, like I'm, I'm sure it's something everybody knows, but like the second you buy a car, basically the second you leave the lot, it loses, it, <laughs> it's losing value. Mm-hmm. Like in accounting terms, we would take depreciation over its useful life or whatever, but it's kind of just like buying a stupidly expensive car is not worth it because once you go to sell it, in a vast majority of cases, it's going to be less, it's going to cost, like, you're not going to get the same amount of money back when you sell mm-hmm. it. Like, it's never going to be the same. Unless you're hitting record levels of inflation and there's yeah, no chips. Yeah. <laughs> or if you buy, it, or if you like, uh, yeah, if, or if you're like Steven where you buy the car for $600, yeah. do a little bit of fixing up, but realize, okay, the value actually is $4,000 or something uh, like that. Yeah. Speaking of which. Or and- it's like a stupid collector's car and it's like, it, that value is never going to depreciate, which I think you mentioned we're talking about four like GTs. GT. Yeah. Yeah. Four GTs. Wow. Speaking of which, do you think they're ever going to make a Honda HRV SI? No. <laughs> no, think about it. Like a rally style with the wing. Yeah. On the I know back. what you mean, but the answer is still no. I don't even know if Honda is going to be making like. Most cars are like phasing out all of that stuff. Like pretty much everyone is going down to like one flagship sports car and we already have our type R. Really? Yeah. I just thought because everything's starting to move towards hatchbacks and SUVs. I hate hatchbacks. And Type R is a hatchback. Yeah, I mean. Oh, it is. You're, they already have it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like more of like a bigger style because um, they have the like the Ford Edge ST now, and that's like a big wagon. Ford just slapped ST on any vehicle they could put ST on, it, honestly. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get into uh, Shane's special quote into the last and final chapter of As a Man Thinketh on the next episode. Be sure to tune into that. Thank you for listening to a Left on Red episode, and thanks for Dan for coming. Maybe you'll be on the next one too. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Anything to end off on, Shane? 